Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Sats and Rat here. Now, if you like Steve, one of our WAC Pack listeners, he converted over to Sports Day from the run home. But... If you want to catch up on any of Joel and Fletcher's show, they're always very oh, mate, educational, aren't they? Uh, well, I'm not sure how educational, but you, <laughs> can, you can do that on Spotify by searching The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Welcome to Off The Bench NRL with Scott Sattler and Jason Matthews. All the big news and views from a big week in footy. You reckon it's been a big week in footy? Oh, I don't know. I think it's pretty boring. <laughs> Massive week. Prelim- preliminary whoa, whoa. Grand final uh, qualifier weekend, of See? course. Easier to say. <laughs> yeah. Pre- no, that's why I say prelim. Mm. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews. How are you, Satsy? I'm really good. Really, really good. Uh, of course, we get to the, to the business end of the season where we, we get down to final teams and who's yep. going to meet each other on grand final day. and. Blah, blah, blah. Ah. Yada yada yada. Um, who handles the the occasion the best? Oh, I like how you say that. I just think who wins the bloody game. That's what I think. Mm. But you've got them handling the occasion. Well, the best. there's a lot that goes into it, Jason. Is there? Yeah. You put your boots on. You put your shorts on. You put your jersey no. out, and you play better than the bloke. That's what happens you. between the years. Well, if you think like that, Scott. Mm. If you think like that, this is what I used to teach my under six doves netball team. Don't worry about the person in front of you. You just be your best, and you've got to outplay them. And can I just mention to you that we didn't win a game all year, nor yeah. score a goal. Yeah, so that's good. we lost most games 2-0. <laughs> it was under sixes, and it wasn't soccer. It was netball. But anyway, I mean, you get my point, right? Mm-hmm. You get my point. I do. Thank you. Uh, it is big. Uh, former Bronco and Warrior Kevin Campion, who had one of the nicest faces, and look at him now. Well, you said that as an 18, 19-year-old kid, he had a beautiful Beautiful face. baby skin. And then now he looks like he's had a, his head put through a meat cleaver. He's, uh, yeah, doesn't Great guy. Good. Tony Pulatua. Again, another one of your team. Have you just rang all your old teammates this yeah. week to come on the radio? Yep. Uh, he'll be joining us. Chris Nelson, Racing Queensland. He's got some tips uh, for you this weekend. Uh, of course, all the action happening in Toowoomba. Um, with the Wheatwood and, geez, I tell you what, the flowers in Toowoomba this time of the year mm-hmm. look amazing. They do. Yeah. Oh, by the way, hello to our listeners uh, up in Toowoomba. Um, Great place. Yeah, I well, love Toowoomba. And Dolby and all around that area. Uh, I got a phone call last Saturday yeah. when we were on air mm. towards the end of the shift. It was Andrew McCulloch. He was offended mm. that we suggested, or me, that he was putting the sash on the winner of the the Dolby Cup winner. He didn't think it was funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's cool, but it's pretty funny. He because, rang and... Because he's got a head like a horse himself. That's right. Exactly. The horse should be putting the sash on him. <laughs> That's what we should have said. Exactly. It's time for our running hot segment, except nothing less than Australia's best ream. Uh, Panther CEO Brian Fletcher... Has whacked the Broncos, saying they should not be allowed to play a prelim at Suncorp. Oh, come on. Do you know what? I, I can see what he's trying to do here because I can see what he – this has been the system for a while now. We, we, we're used to it. 
okay, where if you're an out of Sydney team, the major stadium, of course, is always Suncorp Stadium. If you're in Melbourne, it's Amy Park, and, and it is the Broncos and Melbourne home ground, and New Zealand, Mount Smart Stadium. Yep. Um, but you've got to look outside of your own club here and say, you don't want to give all that space to the AFL. For the Lions to be able to own all that space playing against Carlton on Saturday afternoon, why would you want to take a game down to Sydney and just let them own the space in southeast Queensland? But Sats, isn't it the, the biggest stadium in that city? It or is, in that yeah. state? It is. So it's Suncorp, play on. Exactly, and that's what I'm saying. This has been the system for a while, and, yeah. and he knows that. It's just a it's just, shot yeah. over the bow. We got the minor premiership, yeah, yet yeah, yeah, yeah. we're being, you know, we're being hindered and punished by being sent to Homebush. Yeah, exactly. Not the greatest facility oh, to play in. Yeah, but it's not far from your base. No, it should have been. It should have been actually taken to Bank West, Bank West, yeah. which is closer to Penrith than what Homebush is, but also yeah. uh, a facility that will. We'll probably fill out, whereas we're going to see a lot of empty spaces for the. They've been giving away two for one tickets, yeah, to the Penrith and Melbourne game. Yeah, well, Melbourne people don't travel. Mm. They don't think the lattes are as good in Sydney. Plus, mm. they've got goat milk uh, issues as well. They like yak, yak milk, yeah, right. macadamia. So milk. that that leads to the next thing. Do you want to see both grand final qualifiers on the same day? I want to see. Yeah, I'd love to see the grand final qualifiers on the same day. I just think if you played it on the Saturday. But that robs you of Friday and Saturday night footy. Well, it, it allows the NRLW finals to have their own space. Now, they've got their own space on Sunday, the NRLW, which is great. But I think you can play one of the NRLW games on the Friday night or both games on the Friday night or both games on the Sunday. Play the New South Wales Cup Grand Final on the Friday night. Mm. So I just think that... That's not broken. No, it's not broken, but... And each team will just get more than seven a, days rest. Just because it is, it doesn't mean it's it's the right thing. So I just feel as though that... What? Well, because it, it, it's been the status quo, we, quo, we've just gone, okay, this is fine. But if I'm a team that's playing Friday yeah. and a team playing Saturday, yeah. I've got I've got one less day of recovery. Oh, yeah, but it's still more than seven. Yeah, but still, one day is a lot when you're oh. looking at contact sports. So I'd love to see the grand final qualifiers played on the same day. On the Saturday, give them both... Well, by the time you you recover from your game, you've really only got seven days. Some big news around the West Tigers this week. The chairman has uh, retained his job. Another three years in the role. Buller re-signed till the end of – during Buller till the end of 2027. He still had another year, and so another four years. Upgraded yeah. and extended. I've got to say, when you look at all the fullbacks around the competition, there's not a lot of fullback positions at clubs. Probably one of the ones that comes to mind that if Jareen Buller was to go to the open market, Probably the Dragons, Tyrell Sloan, very good player. Still got some things he's got to work on in his game, where Jerome Buller has also got a lot of things to work on in his game, but he's an outstanding player, rookie of the year. He'll be in running for the rookie of the year. Also the West Tigers player of the year, mm. the Kelly Barnes uh, medal. But um, in saying that, I, there's not a lot of places, not a lot of clubs that would would probably replace maybe Canberra. You've got Xavier Savage coming through. Not sure whether he's a centre or a winger or a fullback. So there's probably I only a couple he was a of clubs. Fullback, was he? Well, he is, but I don't think they're really sure where right, yeah. where he's going to end up. So there's only a couple of clubs, and I don't think it's worth the risk. I think at his age, it's probably it's good to bunker down, get some short security, and then go to market when you have to. Big Red has re-signed uh, with the Raiders, Corey Horsburgh. Yeah, he's, he was always going to be because he was a, he's a fan favourite. Uh, he get paid very well down there. He's highly respected by Ricky. And Ricky Ricky's loves a, him. Well, Ricky's had a lot to do with his 
Yeah. Prof- personal development, I should say, because – you know, we've seen times when Corey Horsburgh really lets the emotions take over his game. Yeah. And he's been able to mature himself to the point where he's he's played an origin game now. So, yeah, yeah well done. Yeah, good stuff. And a few clubs uh, chasing Kalama Tungy from South um, reports that $900,000 is on the table for him from any team. Just pick one. Uh, Raiders. Uh, you've got Dragons. Uh, Dragons. And you've Roosters. also got the Roosters. Now, yeah. Uh, he comes onto the market from November 1. I'm telling you, this is how it is. Like, again, this is another beat up by you you people who hate South. Excuse so, me? Yes. <laughs> what? No, um, well, you should be defending. Why am I the only one who defends South in this bloody studio? I think Keon Colomantung is not going anywhere. I, I agree. So why did we have why it on are you our show? I don't know. I've got no one else to yell at. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not going anywhere. And the reason it hasn't been signed yet, I th- they wanted to. It is a little bit concerning that he hasn't signed. I've got to say. Yeah, but they wanted to put it off until after the season. He's at Origin. He's at everything. He's probably on a holiday at the moment, and the deal is probably doing, being done. Mm. But if he wants to be in a good system, he ain't going to the Dragons. They're, they're a mess, and I don't Flanagan. I don't. I don't rate Flanagan as a coach. You don't know him as a coach. He's a Premiership winning coach. Yeah, that's on his resume. Yes, that's on his resume. Yeah. He's not going to Canberra. It's too cold. Is, you know this for a fact. You've spoken to Keon? I've lived there for 18 months, yeah, and but, it's cold. But do you know whether Keon l- likes the he cold? He hates the cold. Does he hate it? He, he loves his budgie smugglers. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's not going to the Roosters. Is he not? He's going to play alongside Cam Murray, and that's where he's going to stay. They've played together since I was seven. Absolutely. So that won't be happening. Can we stop making up these stupid r- rumors, See, how come please? you glossed over everything else, but you really want to focus on the bunnies? Well, it just annoys me. Everyone's attacking the bunnies at the moment. But it is concerning that he hasn't, that he hasn't, um, he hasn't signed yet. But he's been busy. What's he been busy doing? State of Origin. They were going to do a deal. State of Origin was like <laughs> eight weeks ago. <laughs> they were going to do a deal then, and then they got busy. Mm, okay. Right, yeah. He'll be staying at the Rabbitohs. <laughs> I and love I, my bunnies, what, what but they, were they busy bundling themselves out of the, the finals contention? <laughs> See, this is, this is what I mean. I, yeah, listen. This is what, you're probably supporting have, North this weekend in the New South Wales Cup, aren't no, you? No, I've got a $50 bet with one of our – just remember what you can be spending your money on. I've got a bet with one of our <laughs> listeners that Bunnies will win. Right, yeah. That's, yep. uh, what's that? That's a running hot segment. We are a bit hot under the collar. Except nothing less than Australia's best in Stoller Ream. Australia's favourite hot water. This is off the bench. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews. Hey, when we come back, your good mate Kevin Campion Campo joins us. More off the bench NRL soon. Subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a moment. Search off the bench NRL on iTunes or Spotify. Welcome back. This is off the bench NRL. Why Bill Harrigan gave that try in the 1998 oh, Grand Final, I don't know. <laughs> to this day, straight away, no try if there was video referee. In 2003. <laughs> Come up with that. Oh, oh, I'm sick uh, of seeing that already. Who did you score we... that day? Yeah. Yeah. 
How many did Sat score that day in 2003? Yeah. Uh, zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Uh, hey, Kevin Campion, welcome to the show, by the way. Before you two start giving it to each other, this is how Sats has described you to our listeners. You had like porcelain-like skin at the age of 21, Ooh. blonde hair. No, 18, 19. Oh, 18. Yeah. And, and, and if you flicked oh, your skin, you'd, you'd bleed. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> Mate, I don't know what happened. The first time I got split was when I when I arrived at the Gold Coast Seagulls. It wasn't um, anything to do with Sats hitting me. Was, uh, yeah, mate, I, I don't know what happened, but uh, yeah, I, I, um, I used to tape my ears back, and I think that would just put pressure on my on my forehead, <laughs> and um, any any sort of little knock I got, I just split open. Yeah. So, yeah any, anyway. Oh, now you had a great yeah. career, of course. Whatever club you played at, pretty much they always went to a grand final the year after. Campo, and you had time at the Brisbane well, the Broncos. Sea, the Seagulls didn't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The Brisbane Broncos, you won two comps there, and of course the New Zealand Warriors in 2002, you played in the grand final. So on Saturday night, Campo, yeah. is it mixed emotions with you when it comes to this game? Or are you always a Brisbane Broncos man? Oh, uh, look, I'm, you know yourself, Sats, everyone wanted to play for the Bronx um, when we were growing up. Um, you know, they had the likes of Molly Lewis, Gene Miles, Colin Scott, Alan Lange, you know, Steve Renouf. You can name them, name them all, but um, look, my alliance is with the the Warriors on the weekend, mate. I just think, you know, I'm a, a real big supporter of the club, and um, you know, they they've uh, sort of taken me in over the last couple of years, which is great. They've they look after all the all their old boys, and um, look happy to support the the Wars on the weekend. Yeah, I, I know how much their CEO Cameron George loves having around the club, and of course, you played with. Um, um, you play with a lot of those old boys that, that are always uh, welcome back into that club. Now, in 98 and 2000 with the Brisbane Broncos, mm. and then, as I said, 2002 grand final with the New Zealand Warriors. Now, going back to 2002, Campo, was it crazy back then when it came to the community knowing you were going to a grand final, or, or is this next level what we're seeing at the moment? Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's not next level. It's a it's a level up. I just think um, you know back then, you know, you had Eric Watson as the owner. I think he bought twenty odd thousand tickets for that um, for that uh, prelim final against uh, Cronulla to get uh, to get the crowds up. So he was just giving them out to anyone, uh, any New Zealander who showed their passport at the gate. He would give them a ticket. So I thought that was next level, but. Um, I was over there on the weekend uh, for the game, and um, when the boys ran out, um, I, you know, I heard um, who's the big forward who, um, front row for Newcastle uh, Woods. I think he played for um, Cronulla as well. He said, you know, he's, he's played Test matches, he's played Origin. He said that's the loudest um, uh, crowd that he's ever heard when a when a team has run out. So that was big, mate. It was uh, just a, a phenomenal night and. Um, we had great, you know. Obviously, it was a great win, and yeah, the, we we celebrated hard in hard in the sheds after. <laughs> I, I can imagine Saturday night at uh, Suncorp Stadium, given the population of Kiwis around southeast Queensland. I reckon there's it's, there's going to be a fair whack of uh, Warriors supporters, and I can tell you the planes are full coming over from New Zealand. There's going to be a lot at yeah. Suncorp. Uh, it should be loud. Yeah, well, I think it's just a, a case. Well, I think everyone has that much confidence in the side that they would have, you know, pre-booked these tickets. And uh, look, I know people are ringing me at the moment trying to get tickets because it's all sold out. So it's going to be a look. It's going to be a cracking night. Have uh, you got any? I can't look, get I any. Think the Bronx, 
<laughs> I've got a few, mate. I'm just, uh, I've just got to um, be careful who I give them to. That's all. <laughs> Knowing him, he's going to hold out to the highest bidder. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Ridiculous. yeah. Now, uh, I'll put on Satra's website. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, sexysats.com. Two, two sides, Campo. <laughs> they, they, um, they lack a lot uh, of continued finals experience. So both sides haven't played mm, you know, long periods of finals no. over the years. Will it affect any side in particular? Do you think? Do any? And do you expect any of those sides to maybe freeze in the moment? No, you're right, Satsy. They both haven't played for a while. You know, they both didn't make the eight last year, um, and they've both been probably the two most consistent sides this year, um, from where they came last year. I mean, but um, I think you know, with uh, the, the Warriors needed that win on the weekend. You know, they got beaten convincingly by. Penrith um, a couple of weeks ago, and I think, and they haven't played a top eight side in the last, you know, 10 weeks uh, leading into that um, final against Penrith. But having that great win on the weekend would have boosted their confidence. Well, I know it boosted their confidence. Um, Shorty Johnson was back, the team played well, and, and we put 30 on a great team who hadn't lost in 10 weeks. So I think the Bronx are going to be a bit nervous. Well, I, I, I know they'd be a bit nervous. You know, I, I, th- I thought they were probably predicting. Newcastle to win. Um, a lot of people were, but you know, with Shawnee Johnson back, it makes a big difference to our side. Because you've got a fair bit to do with the Warriors now, you'd obviously be able to talk to Andrew Webster, their coach. He's an impressive guy, isn't he, when you're in his company? Mate, he's just one of the nicest blokes you, you meet. He just, his demeanour doesn't change when you speak to him. He's always, you know, he's always up for a chat and um, he puts him out there, out, there, out there to all the ex-players as well which is great. Um, he's very personable, mate, and you can just tell the players love him. Um, and it's a big ingredient. You know, you've got to respect the coach, and, and um, a lot of, you know, players don't respect um, their coaches, and, you know, that's why they have not that, you know, not that much success at their club. So we're lucky, mate. He's been there before. He's brought a lot of these kids through, um, through the grades uh, into first grade, so they, they respect him, and it's great for him to come back and Look, they've just warmed to him and everyone's warmed to him, mate. Mate, the club's in a really good um, position at the moment. Mm. Isn't it amazing what sort of reaction you can get, fellas, when you've got a coach who invests in the player? Just care about the player. He, he cares yeah. about the player and their families, and that's how you earn the respect, right? Well, Campo, you were like, the Wayne, you, you you speak glowingly about Wayne, and that's his greatest attribute. Yeah, look, Wayne was exactly the same. He knew, he knew, you know, he invested in you, he invested in the, in your own, as you just said, in your family. He knew your wife, he knew the kids, you know, and it was just a great um, place to be. And it didn't matter, you know, you know, it didn't matter what you did on the field, it didn't matter what you did off the field. He just, you know, he was just a, he didn't change at all. So, yeah, he was just um, one of the best coaches I've had. But um, Webby's the same, mate. He's... Um, just a terrific guy, you know, really nice guy. Now the other final, so let's just say you're 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 on the the Warriors side for Friday night. Let's say they go through. Let's talk about the other final, Penrith Panthers versus Melbourne. Now you spent time with Ivan playing together at the Warriors, and of course you made that two thousand two yeah. grand final. Did you did you ever think from your experience with him? Did you ever think he would one day take up coaching? Um, look, he was a student of the game. Look, he 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 was. You know, he didn't say much of it. He, he just, um, he was very, you know, very even calm when we were um, playing and in team meetings, he wouldn't say much. But when he did speak, um, people would listen. But he, look, he was a student of the game. 
there was no doubt about that. He's a smart, smart boy. So, but um, I'm glad he got into coaching. He probably didn't. Um, I think he was a, a, a valuer by trade, so I don't, I'm sure he didn't want to get back into that. So, <laughs> um, but it was yeah. But he had success early, um, and that sort of sparked his um, you know want to get back in you know to go up the levels, and he got that opportunity at the Warriors, and he never looked back. Now, before we let you go, Camper, it's great that you've taken time out to to um, chat about these games over the weekend. But Nathan Wood, now everyone we talked about talked to, whether it's you, oh. whether it's Brian Fletcher, anyone, any one of our friends of the show, they say Nathan Wood is the greatest prankster and an absolute pest they've ever come across. Now, was it true? Yeah, yeah. Was it true that when when Ivan was playing in <laughs> New Zealand, Nathan Cleary was five years up, four or five years old at the right. time? Now. Is it true that Nathan Wood put a five-year-old Nathan Cleary into therapy? What? <laughs> well, he put him into year therapy. That's for sure. Yeah, Matty Wood's come to end of my place one night with a with a with a balaclava and a scream mask on, and and tried to break in my house. Anyway, he didn't do it, thank God. Um, but he scared the bejesus out of me. Anyway, we thought, oh, how good is this? We'll go over and scare Ivan. So we went over to his place, and Ivan's house used to be on this on the street, and you could see the whole house from the street. So the family was upstairs. There was a lounge living area downstairs, but the family in the in the um, sorry the living room upstairs, and the you know the the kids' room and Ivan's room. So Natty Woods has jumped up on the roof. And I'm watching it from the street. I can see the light, everything. They're watching TV in the lounge room. I can see. So Natty Woods scales into the into the main bedroom, Ivan and Beck's uh, bedroom, lays down beside the bed, turns the radio on, and Ivan comes in. God, what the hell's going on here? Turns it off, walks out, and <laughs> I could see Natty Natty Woods. He rolls over and rolls rolls over the bed, turns the um, um, radio on again, and then I can so Ivan's asked little Nathan to go into the room and turn it off. And I'm going, no, I'm seeing it. He got, like, I can see it from the lounge. I'm going, Nathan's got up. I'm going, no, 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 no. And Matty Woods, as Nathan's come in the room, he's pulled this screen mask out on, you know, with the with the balaclava on. And you could just see Nathan screaming in terror. I've just never heard anything like I could hear it from the road. I'm 50 metres away. Oh, I'm going, no. oh, my God. Put him into therapy for a year. Couldn't sleep. Slept in the mum and dad's room. That's oh, horrible. Hilarious. Mate, if he saw Natty Wood now on the street, he'd go into the fetal position, the poor kid. Well, there's, yeah. a, well, there's a tip for the storm. Wear yeah. those masks. Yeah, well, that, storm run out with scream masks. Mask on Friday night yeah. and go boo. Well, I think, well Munster half, half looks like a scream mask. <laughs> Good point. Hey, listen, Campo, we appreciate your time uh, tonight. On Sports Day, you're behind the Waz, and you think they'll be playing the Panthers? Who? who what's the grand final look like? Um, I think, yeah, I think the, the Penny Panthers, um, they're the team to beat. They have been all year, you know, minor premiers. I think you know, I'm very proud of Ivan and, and the job he's done there. But, mate, uh, they'll be playing the Waz. Yeah, they'll wow. be playing the Waz in the final. Um, yeah, they'll, Brisbane, um, um, I hope they don't, they're not too cocky on the, on the weekend because they they're in for a battle, that's for sure. Big call from Kevin Campion. Thanks for your time on Sports Day, mate. Good on you, boys. Thanks, Butch. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Rodwell away for Cross. Cross on for Polotella. Polotella, he's over again. Tony 
Polatella. He's over again. Try, try, another try. How is <laughs> that three? Tony Pulatua just scored three tries in one try, you know, according to Rabs. That game was in 2000. Uh, Penrith will be behind 31-8 with 20 minutes to go. Yep. And our next guest ran right. And you know who he ran right over? Who? Shout out to our good colleague, Joel Kane. Oh, did he? <laughs> yeah. Fair dinkum. He terrorised sugar. <laughs> yeah. Tony, welcome to Sports Day. Uh, Sats' old roommate, tell us, how boring of a roommate was Sats? <laughs> Well, he was—he was probably—he was my best ever roommate throughout my whole career. Um, you know, there was always something happening with Sats. Um, the the guy was just—he he just had everything. You know, like there was—if he wasn't imitating someone, he was—you uh, know—from our team, he would be terrorising them somehow. Like when we would be away, um, you know, if if it wasn't that, he'd be doing stuff to me in the room, like just beating me up what? or just wanting to have a spa before a game or something like that. Uh, not not a hot, hot spa, but... Who were you mean to, Sats? Yeah, no, he, he was good. Now, T and I, we were, we were roomed for a few years there and we just used to just gang up on people. Like we'd get their... Back before the days where you used a swipe card, you'd go and get the, <laughs> the other room key and you'd turn the heater on and do stuff to their toilet and you well, what, what? rack up movies to their How room. How old were you, Yeah, blokes? I know. We're in our 20s. Some may say early 30s. <laughs> <laughs> but we did a team. We, we used to get the young guys in the lifts and uh, we used to stop the lifts and then we'd just ring the bell in the lifts and start punching into it <laughs> uh, in, in the lifts. And, uh... <laughs> I tell you, we did have, we did have one ritual. It was like a little welcoming. Didn't we, T? We had one ritual uh, whenever we'd go away and we, we'd have to stay in the hotel, T and I would have one ritual. It was always a late night ritual the night before the game. What was it? Can you remember? Uh, yeah, we used to. We always used to get twisties uh, the night, night before the game. How exciting! Um, <laughs> it was. I, I think it was. Um, yeah, it was just one of those things. Like once we started to. To win a lot of games, um, we, we would always try and stick to what was working for us, and, and um, the twisties was always one of them. <laughs> so we felt like we, we couldn't go away from eating the twisties the night before the game, so that become a ritual for us. Who grew their hair longest first? Was it you or Joe Nullivao, part of the Hair Bears? I'm not sure, eh? Um, I think I, I may have started growing mine before Joey's. So I might have might have been a little bit longer than Joey's, but um, yeah, it, it was just one of those things. We, we never we never ever spoke about like growing our hair at the same time. We just it was uh, preseason uh, 2000 end of 2002, and then um, yeah, we both come back and we could see that we both started growing our hair and. We just thought we'll make a thing of it. And, um, can you... We just said, yeah, we'll, we'll let it go. We'll see what happens. <laughs> can you remember? T, can, you remember when, can you remember when Joey came, Joey came to training and he dyed his hair the same colour as Beyonce? <laughs> <laughs> Joey may have gone to a Beyonce concert and uh, was inspired by her hair colour. So uh, when it dyed his hair, that 
that evening and uh, come back into training, you thought oh. it would be a good idea. Oh, and, uh, so funny. Terrorised by the boys for the rest of the year. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it was so funny. Hey, uh, the Penrith Panthers, T, into their fourth grand final qualifier. And they've lost Appy, yeah. they've lost Kikau, and he's done a great job, hasn't he, Ivan Clear? But do you see them play? Have you noticed they've – do you think they've been playing a different style since they've lost those two players? I think they've had to make a few adjustments um, based on those players that they've lost. You know, Uppy, Uppy played a totally different game to um, what Mitch Kenny's uh, played at, at Penrith this year. And uh, I think they've had to make adjustments in, in the same with in the back row with um, Kikau as well. Um, you know, the, when he left, the um, I think they ended up signing... Uh, uh, Ghana from the Tigers and, and they're two totally different players. Um, I, I think Ghana, Luke Ghana's a, a, a good player, really good player, but um, very very different to um, um, to Kikau. But um, and then and then Hoskins has been in there and he's been mm. he's been brilliant all year. And um, you know the likes of um, uh, Sorensen, uh, Sorensen's been unbelievable when he's played there in the back row. So I think they've made adjustments and, um, you know, they've had to adjust pretty quickly. And um, I think those adjustments probably cost them the first first few games at the start of the year, but uh, they would have been able to come through um, and, and finish top of the league again. Now you represented the Kiwis, 22 tests as well, played a, a number of tests for Samoa as well. But the Waz, are you, are you on the bandwagon, T? <laughs> oh man, how, how can you how can you not be on the wagon for the Waz? Um, you know, just just from what's happened, uh, you know, with the Warriors the last few years and uh, having to make that sacrifice to come over to Australia and um, you know basically keep the competition running. Um, and you know, so they had to move away from their families for 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 a while there and make base over here in Australia and um, yeah so it's it's great seeing what's happening with them at the moment and all the you know success that they're having um, I don't know how far they'll get <laughs> you know who, who knows but um, yeah it's a, it's a really good thing to see um, the, the worries and the was was mm. the was eh? it's, it's mm. just all happening for them now right now yeah, Tony, this show goes to uh, New Zealand every night. Hello to our New Zealand listeners. You want to text through, double eight double three is our text number. And we see it every time we're on air. Did you ever think we would see a moment in time in the sporting landscape in New Zealand where the Warriors would be bigger than the All Blacks are at the moment and taking into <laughs> account there's a Rugby World Cup going on? Yeah, well... Um... Like I said, it's it's a, an amazing thing. I, I'd never thought, uh, you know, growing up in New Zealand, anything or any other type of rugby would be bigger than the All Blacks. Um, but it seems to be the case right now with the Warriors. Um, really, they're doing something special in the in the NRL competition. And um, you know, like you said, like the, the Rugby World Cup on, but it, it seems to be all, all eyes on uh, on the Warriors at the moment. So it's. I mean, it's great for the game and it's great for you know, the game of rugby league in New Zealand too, which is rugby union dominated. So um, it's great for the game there.
Now, we're talking grand final qualifiers tonight, preliminary finals and some of the great games, T. Uh, we played the Warriors, actually, in the 2003 grand final qualifier. We beat them on a Sunday afternoon and to go through to play the Roosters the following week. I was, I was more nervous thinking back playing the grand final qualifier than I was actually grand final. Like, is there anything that you can recall from the grand final qualifier against the Warriors, whether it was a lead-up, whether it was uh, during the game, after the game, whatever it may be? Is there something that stands out? Uh, with you mean with the game against the Warriors? Yes, it, it was um, it was always different for me when I when I played the Warriors. I felt like I had to go that extra mile because of because it was New Zealand, because it was my home uh, team, and um, because I knew so many of them uh, for playing in the Kiwis together. And um, I remember. Um, one game, I can't remember what year it was, um, we were playing the Warriors at um, Mount Smart and, uh, and I was laughing and joking with the players at the start, uh, at, before the game, um, uh, with the Warriors players. And I, I remember Rossi Simmons pulling me aside and, <laughs> and saying to me, can you ever, can you ever make friends and laugh and carry on like that with the, <laughs> with the opposite team again like that? I said, these guys uh, are out there trying to, you know, basically trying to do the same thing as you when, um, you know, get your spot in the Kiwis. So, um, you know, before the game, don't ever, don't ever do anything like that. So, um, so that, that was a good lesson for me. And, and I think, you know, over the years and then going into that game, um, I, I, knew, I knew what the Warriors would always bring when we played them, I, I knew that they would, you know, never go easy on me because we were, were Kiwi teammates. So I felt they, you know, they went extra harder against us because we were, you know, um, Kiwi teammates. And, um, yeah, and it was no different in that preliminary final against them. So um, I, I was really confident that we were going to win, but um, it was just a matter of us going out there and doing it, doing the job. I've got a photo at home, Jace and listeners. I've got a really good photo at home of full time of the grand final qualifier. And there's myself, Joey Nullivow and T. So we're two back rows in the lock and we're all celebrating together. And just in the background, you, you can see our coach Johnny Lang coming in. And after that photo, he actually came to us and said, hey, guys, settle down. Yeah, wow. We've still got another game to play. But I, I, I suppose he didn't realise that T and I, we'd, We'd come from winning a wooden spoon and getting second last the year before. We we're going to celebrate every any chance we could, weren't we, T? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, I, I do remember Langy coming up to us and uh, telling us to settle down. Don't get carried away. We've still got another game to go. Um, but, yeah, like you said, Sati, like uh, I think, you know, our time at, at the Panthers, uh, our Panthers, you know, with you know, getting the wooden spoon, um, and and not doing so good the year after or the year before um, 2003, um, you know everything just sort of like flashed through our our minds at that time. And um, you know just for us to reach the grand final was just an unbelievable feeling. And I think that's why we embraced <laughs> at that time. It was just we couldn't believe we had done it. Um, you know we we come from. I think we started the year at uh, you know six and one. Um, at the start of the year, or 2003, 
But uh, we, were, we were like second last, and you know we, we were sort of like staring down the barrel of going through the same thing as 2002. So um, yeah, obviously everything changed, and um, during that time, uh, it was a special moment to know that we were in the grand final. Okay, the Panthers. Thanks for having me, guys. This is Off the Bench NRL. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench NRL. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Imagine what you could be uh, buying instead. Love this man. Wasn't he in form <laughs> last weekend with Insta Good? It was Insta Bloody Greats. Oh, well, it wasn't you. It was your cat, Fluffy, Chris Nelson. <laughs> It was fluffy uh, socks, whatever you want to call. What's her uh, name? Her, but, What's her um, name? Millie. Millie, good work, Millie. Yeah, She's got a thirteen another. to one winner. Well done, well done. <laughs> hey, uh, where are we racing this weekend, mate? Uh, we are racing mainly at Toowoomba. It's Toowoomba Cup Day, Jace. Toowoomba oh. Cup, uh, the Wheatwood Handicap, the Garden City Guineas, the first the sighting of the new two-year-olds, which, as I mentioned on Monday, to to Sats and Rats are all going to be. Well, most of them are Mashanis. Uh, as we had last year. So, uh, yeah, big, big day. It's a one by the return of Yellow Brick in the Wheatwood Handicap. Yeah, wow, mate. The flowers will be in full bloom in yep. in, uh, in Toowoomba right now. And also, mm-hmm. yeah, haven't you got a horse racing in Toowoomba this weekend as well, uh, Chris? Oh, I have. And I, you know what, Jace? I think she'll win. That, of course, is April wow. and Augusta. Mm-hmm. I think she'll win. What? Uh, and I'm pretty biased, I suppose, but... Uh, no, I think she's going really well at the midweekers. I think she can step it up to a Saturday race. She draws a good gate. Uh, I think she can get it done. So uh, the $7, I think she's a pretty good each-way bet. I went to That's the race. Toowoomba Cup in 1998. I've never seen yeah. a longer lineup at the female toilets. Why are you hanging around really? the female no, well, toilets? You know, usually, yeah. <laughs> usually the males just get to go in and out, but it's always a massive line outside the women's toilets. And so to the point where women were actually trying to go into the men's toilets to use their facilities. Right. And security yes. was stopping. On to another point, but so horse to follow. Oh, this is great banter. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. So horse to follow is April in Augusta. The horse to follow, what race? Not follow, back. Race back. three, number six. Race three, number six. Okay. Yes, race three, number. Nice. Actually, number eight, sorry. I read that wrong. I should put the light on. Race three, number eight, April in Augusta. What are you, in the dark? Something? Should dark we be concerned? Here, oh, Have you got gone. pants on today? I've got everything on. Don't good, worry about that. Good. Bordies are on, T-shirt. Great. Um, any other uh, tips for this weekend? Yes. I think the best bet is race six, number six, planned encounter. This is the uh, the Garden City Guineas, 1,600 metres. If anyone cares to have a look at her last start at Eagle Farm, she was very unlucky. Obviously, she was going to win there at about the 150. And then the first two uh, squeezed her up and she got spat out the back and she lost all momentum. So I think she could have beaten those. And she meets them again on Saturday. And in the cup, I'll give you one each way here. Race seven, the cup. Number 12, hell of a deal. Uh, it was a very good effort to win last start. Four-week break, up 400 metres, trained on the track by uh, Mark Curry. Draws well, settles close. I think can measure up. So each way, race seven, number 12, hell of a deal. Those tips are all $5 or better, I think. There you go, Satsy. Yeah. Oh, mate, I hope I can watch. I, I'm, I've been roped into a charity barbecue cooking thing at, at uh, Bunnings. On Saturday, you know the oh, sausage sizzle bunny. Good. You'll eat yeah, yeah, all the yep. profits. You'll I'll have <laughs> sausages coming out of my ears, my rears, my pockets, everything. I'll be like, "How long to a sausage?" <laughs> 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 
Oh, I'm not looking forward to it. Mm. The things you do for your yeah. kids, eh? Yeah. You'll be you'll be abusing people after a while. <laughs> after a while? I think from the start. Um, all right, check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. I did say to the, my little daughter, I said, I'll be finished. Well, she's not little, Daria. She, uh, 16, well, she's 16. She's 16 wow. year old. I said, wow. I've got to be home to watch uh, the Wheatwood. So imagine what you could be buying <laughs> instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Thanks, Nelson. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. See ya. All right. Good luck to Nelson and his horse this weekend and his cat. <laughs> Mate, that fluffy, whatever its name is, Millie or Soxy or whatever. It was great. I think it's Millie. Yeah, it's Millie. Great it tip. Now it's time for our Saturday Outlook. Thanks to Pioneer Seeds. Optimize your canola with new Optimum GLY hybrids from Pioneer Seeds. Brisbane host the Warriors. Suncorp Stadium tonight, 7.50. Um... That will be 9.50 New Zealand time. They've been in town since Thursday. What uh, yeah, do you expect? The more I think about this, I don't think the Kiwis – yeah, that it would have annoyed them earlier on, but I think they are so pumped for this game, Kiwi fans in New Zealand. They'll just stay up. They'll just keep the kids up. Get oh, they won't care. Uh, again, as we said, just bring your clocks forward and exactly. it'll be 7.50. <laughs> kids won't know a thing. Yes. Kids, kids are silly. What's going to be interesting is how the Broncos handle the week off. I think this team has got so much confidence and swagger they would have loved to have the the week off. And the Warriors, I think they're a side that would have had to – they would have wanted to keep playing because they haven't been here for a while, being this deep into the finals. The Broncos themselves, even though they've got players that have played really big games in Origins, et cetera, finals are completely different. Origins sits at another level. You've got other players around you if you're very early on in your origin career that have had a lot of experience in origin. So you're sort of around players that have, have been in the origin circle. In finals, as a group, collectively, if you haven't played a lot of finals together, I know Reynolds has won a comp, but he won it as a young man. Like he, he's only yeah, 20 was, or 21. It, yeah, it was nine years ago. Yeah, so so he's a completely different player than what he was back then. So to, you know, to draw on his experience, he played a lot of finals games, especially a lot of grand final qualifiers. I think the Broncos are a little bit better positioned than the, what the Warriors are coming to this game. They're fully fit. Reynolds needed, needs all the break he can get at his age and with his calf and his lower back, whatever it may be. So, But the matchups, Reynolds up against Johnson, they played against each other in the 2010 um, under-20s grand final, which the Warriors won that year. And they go up against each other now in a grand final qualifier. And then you've got Adam Fanua Blake up against Payne Haas. Many are now saying that Adam Fanua Blake is equal with Payne Haas, if not overtaking him as the, the game's number one front rower. Yeah, wow. And there's an argument to that. But but he didn't have to play Origin. Exactly. Payne Haas, well, he'll get the opportunity to, to answer that that question on Saturday night. It's going to be – there's matchups all across the park. Um, where do the Warriors, I think, have an edge? I think Wade Egan at hooker. The best hooker this year? Well, he's been in the top three, I think. He's mm. very deceptive out of dummy yep. half. Came through the Penrith Junior system. Always been a very good player. Uh, where do the Broncos, I think, have the the wood over the Warriors? I've got to say their centres, mm. Katoni and Herbie. I just think they're strike centres. Right, yep. Uh, so you've got the Broncos winning this one? I think we've got the Broncos playing Penrith in the 2023 grand final. We um, Reese Walsh nearly got emotional during the week when he spoke about the Warriors and how grateful he was that they released him so he could be back with his family. Yeah. Those feelings will not be out there on straight out the door. Imagine his first kick return. Oh, they'll smash him. Oh. Well, they'll try to if they can catch him.
Exactly. They've got to catch him first, so. It'll be a high ball, and he'll be standing there on one little spot <laughs> waiting for it, and he'll have Morata near quarter. Oh. Honing down on him. Oh, I wonder what. Yeah. All right, got to go. This has been Off the Bench for another weekend. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll catch you for our grand final show next week. We'll catch you then. See, See you, Satsy.